Hello and happy Friday and welcome to episode 111 of Martin Uncut. Today it's June the 11th, 2021. Today's episode is How Podcasting Works. So it's been a quite a while since I haven't been talking about podcasting or anything around the podcasting kind of technology. So I thought that could be a good topic for today. So podcasting may look like something that is quite complicated, but it is actually a quite simple technology and anyone can actually learn how to do it. And let's get through the few steps that you need to actually know to be able to do a podcast. And the first step is to actually come up with a topic. And that is, what are you going to talk about? And this is no difference from finding a topic for, for a blog post or a topic for a YouTube video, or any other thing that you want to create. You need to be creative and think about something that may interest your audience. And there is a lot of things written about this, but it can be anything from uh, idea generators, so just go out and Google, and check around how things work. And figure out what questions people have. And today I actually figured out that One big question is, how does podcasting work? So I'm responding to that in this episode. And you can do that in blog posts and YouTube videos as well. But you can also just talk about something that you're interested in or something that you think other people can be interested in. I think that is the most important thing. Find something that other people are interested in. Then we come over to the next step. And that is to create a script or some type of bullet list. I work with both written scripts and just bullet points. And I think I lean towards using more only bullet points because you get a more informal discussion. If you have a fully written script, you may you know, stutter and it becomes stiff and stuff like that. So if you have bullet points, it's more natural. You talk to the audience that is listening to your podcast as you were talking to someone else on the other side of your table. So that is definitely something that you should consider. Also, you should also consider the how you do the manuscript depending on what type of show you have. So Martin Uncut is a single show, so it's only me. I can determine exactly how this should work. There's no one else talking on this podcast. And there never will be. This will always be a single person podcast. But it's quite often that you do a podcast together with other people. And if you do that, you need to actually collaborate around the manuscript or the bullet points. You actually have some idea what you talk about. A third uh, type of show can be an interview show. Then you need to interview a guest. And in this show, you actually need to prepare some questions to be able to answer or to, to, to give to the client um, and sometimes when you talk with this person, the interview person, they may want to know the topic or the questions in advance. And I highly recommend that independently what you are doing and who you're interviewing, send over the topics that you're going to discuss. You don't have to send over the questions as such, but say, I want to talk about you and your company and the journey you had 
when you set this up because then they can prepare and they can have a better discussion with you. So prepare a script or a bullet list or something so you have something to hang up your discussion or your show on. Then you come over to the third step, which is record. And a lot of people think this is really complicated. And yes, it can be super complicated, but it can also be made quite easy. And the absolute easiest way to do a podcast, to record a podcast, is just to take out your phone and use the voice recorder in your phone. That is all you need to actually record your podcast. But then, of course, you can become more and more advanced. And one thing that you quite often can do then is that you have an external microphone. And that can be just a very, very cheap USB microphone that you connect to your computer. But then you need to record the signal from the uh, microphone into, uh, it's called a DAW, a DAW, a Digital Audio Workbench, so an application, a program. And there is a ton of applications out there that you can choose from. And if you're starting out from scratch, I would recommend that you use something like Audacity. It's quite easy to get started with, and it's free, so you don't need to spend a lot of money to do it. The third way to record things is to have a super high-tech setup with expensive XLR microphones hooked up with boom arms to your recording equipment uh, so you can record actually without any computer. And you can take that around with you and have studio quality recording. You don't have to do this, but you can if you want to. But the important thing here is that you do the recording and out in the back end of your recording session, you get an audio file. That is the only thing that the recording session will actually do for you. So you get this audio file. And then you come into the fourth step in this journey, and that is to edit the audio. And during this process, you can cut out sections that you don't want. You can add intros that you want to have. You can add uh, like the cutoffs of sound like this one. But if you have a, a fancy high-tech equipment, you can do that immediately when you record as well. So you don't have to do that post. But um, you can do that afterwards in your application if you want to. And in your application, you can also handle audio. So that means that you can amplify. That means you can make the sound sound more. You can change how much bass you will have in the voice, how much uh, treble. You can filter out reverb. That a reverb is echo in the room. Uh, most room has inbuilt reverb that you can handle. And then you can also remove noise. So let's say that you're sitting and doing a recording in your kitchen and you have a noisy fridge in the background. That is possible to filter out quite easily, actually, with a normal tool, a free tool like Audacity. But in worst case, you don't even have to edit or or handle the audio that much. You can just take it from your phone, worst case. Especially if you have a, a good environment that is not too noisy and you can actually speak loud enough so that you can hear well what you're saying. The next step, after you have edited and handled audio, is to convert the file. Because when you do a recording on your phone or in most tools, you will get what's called a WAV file. And a WAV file is actually binary. It's uncompressed and it doesn't have any, it's not loss, uh, it's lossless, so you don't lose any quality with it. 
But the downside with these is that they are quite big. So if I record a 15-minute podcast, that file can easily be 150 or 200 megabytes. And that is not what you want your listeners to download to their devices. So that is why you convert it to an MP3 file. That means that this 250 megabyte file maybe ends up at 10, 15 megabyte. So that's a huge difference in size. So now you have recorded your file, you have converted it into an MP3 file. And the, uh, the next step you need, and actually the last step you need to do, is that you need to log into a podcasting host. And there is a lot of different podcasting hosts out there. And the, the thing here, many people think it's such a big thing to choose. It doesn't really matter. They have more or less the same functionality. Uh, they have a little bit different price and so on. And some are free, but they add ads into your audio and so on. So that is the most, I would say, the, the biggest thing. Do you want someone to put ads in your, your podcast or not? Uh, if you want ad-free, maybe you need to pay a little bit per year. But it's no huge amounts. So I recommend just get a podcast host like Podbean, Libsyn, Castos. There is tons of them. Just choose one. It doesn't really matter. And here you upload your, your file. And you also need to upload your show notes. And when you've done that, you, um, you're done actually. And then the seventh step is when your listeners, your users, they download the file and listen to it in their application. The technology here between the podcasting host and uh, the listeners may may sound like that is really complicated, but it's really not. What your podcasting provider is doing is that they are taking the files that you have, they're putting them on a website essentially, so they can access them through normal web traffic, and then they also create what's called an RSS file. And an RSS file is essentially just a file containing links to your episode and containing your show notes, containing links to your podcast uh, show arts and so on, and your name and all of those kind of things that you need to enter into your podcasting house. It's nothing difficult. It's nothing hard. And then the different podcasting directories out there, they read this RSS file and then they tell you that, oh, now there is a new episode of this podcast. And these podcasting directories, that can be Spotify, for example. It can be Apple. It can be Google Podcasts. There is iHeartRadio. There is tons of these uh, different applications or podcasting directories out there. Uh, What you need to do is you need to find your RSS file and you need to go into these different podcasting directories and submit that RSS file so that your users can find your podcast. But the good thing here is that almost all podcasting hosts have guides and will help you how to do this so that it's not a big thing to actually submit a podcast to a podcasting directory. So that is the other good thing to have a a podcasting host. You really don't have to use a podcasting host. You can use a normal website. You can actually build that RSS file by hand. It's not, a, it's not hard. It's not impossible. And you can just link into your files and everything. You can do that manually. You don't need that podcasting host. But it's a little bit manual work and it takes time. And if you break the RSS, your clients will not see your shows and so on. So to use a podcasting host, it's so much worth it. So it's actually just the seven steps you need to do. You need to come up with a topic, what you need to talk about. You need to create a step or you need to create a script. You need to create a script 
you need to record, you need to edit and handle the audio, you need to convert to an MP3 file, and then you need to upload the MP3 file to your podcasting host. And that's it. That's how you do a podcast. Super, super simple. How do I do it? Yes, so roughly once a week, usually during the weekend, I create a list for the upcoming week and the different days. So I create one, essentially one note per episode. And I brainstorm some topics I want to talk about. And sometimes I need to change this during the week because this day I was actually supposed to talk about the new books that I have ordered. But the books hasn't showed up yet. So that's that's why I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to talk about it until I have the books on the table. So I can take some pictures for the show notes and those kind of things. But I brainstorm all the topics and create these notes. And then during the week I actually create the the scripts or the bullets for the shows. Sometimes I write a full text, but most often I just write some bullets. And then every morning between 7.30 and 8.00, I usually do my recording. And I do that on my Rode Procrastor, which is a semi-professional equipment, and I have a really professional microphone. And I can do the full recording without using my computer. But usually I have my computer here so I can see the script and my bullets that I need to talk about. And then I, when I'm done with the recording... Or, or by the way, during my recording, I play the sounds as well. So the intro is played on my Rodecaster Pro. The swish sounds are played on my Rodecaster. The outros and the jingles, they're all played on my Rodecaster. So I don't do really any post-processing uh, by manually, uh, by cutting and pasting. So that's why it's called Martin Uncut. So when that's done, I get the file out from my Rodecaster onto my computer. So I don't do any edits on the file unless something really went bad. And then in Audacity, I have created this called a macro, where I actually do a few things. I open the file, I run a compressor on the audio, and that makes um, the sound waves more compressed. It changes the sound a little bit. It makes it more um, nice to listen to in your headphones. And then I do something called loudness normalization. So uh, I make sure that the sound is not too high or too low. It's actually analyzing and make sure that I am around minus 16 luffs. So it's just a measurement, how you measure the sound noise. And that is a kind of a industry standard. So if you want to have a good quality and good sounding podcast, you should normalize the sound to minus 16 luffs. You don't have to do it, but if, if you want to sound really good, you do that. And that's what I've done with a macro in, in Audacity. That means that I don't spend more than just finding the file and running the macro on that file every day. And that maybe takes a minute. So that is kind of the time I spend on audio processing uh, after recording. This macro also, after all the process is done, converts the file to an MP3 file. So it does these steps for me really, really quickly. The final step I have to do is I take my file and I put that into WordPress because I have a plugin in WordPress that creates the RSS feed for me. So my podcasting host is WordPress. And then this uh, podcast that you listen to now will spread out through the different uh, podcasting directories. And I'm on iTunes, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Google Podcast, I'm on iHeartRadio, and a few more that I have forgotten about. And they just pick up this RSS feed automatically and distribute it to your listeners. Super simple. If I wouldn't have this 
setup, I would probably do something like this. I would sit down, figure out a topic, do a quick bullet uh, of what I wanted to do, take up my iPhone, do a voice recording on my vo- uh, my iPhone. I would send that file over to my to my laptop. I would likely run a macro like I do with Audacity on the file to normalize the audio and comp- uh, convert it to MP3 file. And then I would upload it to a podcasting host, maybe Podbean or Castos. Castos is fantastic. It's really simple. Um, and then I would be done. So that would be the simple flow. So it's it's not that hard to produce a podcasting, uh, a podcast show and it's super easy. Try it out. So that was everything I had for this week and for this episode. And if you have any questions or thoughts um, around podcasting and if you're trying to start up your podcast and get stuck, don't uh, be a stranger. Just send me a note. Uh, you can find how you get in contact with me on martinhagen.se slash about. And Hagen is with two A's because someone in Germany thought that was a good idea a long time ago. Um, I wish you a fantastic weekend. I hope that you will have a, a warm summer weekend like we have over here in the south of Sweden. And don't forget to check in back here on Monday. Have a fantastic one. Ciao, ciao. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.